Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three faithful co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Buncall. Hello. 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 Yeah, just just said hello to you guys for once and dictate what you did. Exactly. I liked it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna do that for the rest of the pod? No. No. <laughs> it, it, it was it was it was it was a nice nice chance to show, show us that that the, the the illusion of free will hmm. that's what the show's all about <laughs> <laughs> so um flo this week you are properly attired i hope yes proper tiara and everything good no more of this ugh, just unspeakableness yeah, I know. I'm, I'm definitely wearing my kilt so <laughs> the thing is the thing is you, you think he's joking he's actually wearing a kilt maybe <laughs> You'll never know, audience. <laughs> I feel like I should sit here with like my Necronomicon or something, really get in the mood. Yeah, just put, put put a hood up. I don't know. Okay, what kind of hood it is? A bathrobe hood? Just just have it up. <laughs> I do have a robe. Yeah. A hood. There you go. There you go. Uh, yes, they are rejoining me as well. Not their usual characters. If you listened to last week, you know they are Atlas, our barbarian turtle, Noah, our Loxodon great old one warlock, and Flodo, our halfling arcane trickster. Like a quite an eclectic collection, you guys are. Yeah, well, I think I think you know they they they, they say you know your first character's like a I don't know a human fighter, isn't it? And your fifth character's I don't know. One of these. It's, <laughs> it's the natural progression of D&D, isn't it? You start with something fairly safe that you think, you know, you can you can learn to play quite easily and you can get some more out of. And then, yeah, by this point, you're just like, well, that looks cool. Let's yeah, see what you, happens. You, you just turn into whatever Bunkle is. L- literally, I, I said barbarian, but sorry, barbarian to myself, and I thought, that's hilarious. And I based the whole <laughs> character off that. Character number 10, you're a... Bear-shaped druid trying to convince your DM that you can build a minigun as an arcanist. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> is it arcanist? I mean, artificer. Artificer. Yeah. Uh, I, I got I mean, you. My jokes, right? Ah, mm. <laughs> uh, that, that's a bad sign. It means I'm going to roll badly. You guys are going to win. I'm going to be sad. Well, I mean, here's hoping. Yeah. It depends Whatever. what you've got up your sleeve. It depends if we can remember what we do. <laughs> There is that. That's the downside of having to use uh, new high-level characters. <laughs> of all these abilities, and I don't know which one to pick. <laughs> well, to give you guys a little reminder of what went down last week, the three of you picked up a rather dangerous bounty to the tune of 20,000 gold pieces to take out at someone you'd never heard of, uh, Elystra of the Illuminated. Now, that'd be easy, right, guys? I mean, she's just a random woman, isn't she? I'm sure we can be her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what wizard. we Yeah, just, 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 just a wizard in a tower. Yeah. How hard can Half that be? Half a tower. Exactly. It's not even a full tower. It's only got yeah. the top bit. Exactly. <laughs> it's a cut-rate tower. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Half off. Uh, yeah. Also, you had powerful allies. Yeah, we did. An you arch we... priestess, no less. Mm. I do love the, the past tense. We had. <laughs> had. Yeah. Had. Well, we, we don't actually know. 
We know one of them isn't dead. But we just know they're not with us. Let's just say that. They're dead. They aren't. One one of them's alive. One of them is definitely alive. We all know that they're alive because we've all seen her. And not as ourselves, but yeah. Well, no, no. The audience and us as as real people, (laughs) to remember that I'm a real person sometimes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we we know she's alive. Well, we know know something that looks like her is alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't check that (laughs) out, did we? No, you did not. Mm-hmm. You just made out of it. Yeah. You're just jealous. <laughs> well, I mean, she acted like her, so she obviously had some knowledge of her personality. Hmm. Up to a point. Interesting. <laughs> uh, the things you think of afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, you were joined by one Solara Renier of our uh, illustrious main group, and... Archpriestess Lauren of the Temple of Mistra, two people who disappeared from the campaign a little while ago to uh, go off on their own little adventures. Specifically, they were looking into Illuminated-based stuff, and uh, turns out this is where they've ended up, posting a bounty to take down Elystra as she fled from Varadin, nice and happy that she'd succeeded, and was frankly done with all this shit, off to do other evil deeds elsewhere. But Lauren and Solara apparently tracked her down, hired you three, and, well... Time to assault this floating tower of despair. But frontal assault, maybe not the best plan with only five of you. So Solara went off and did some, uh, let's just say, dark dealings with House Landrin. And she was gifted, it seems, a adult red dragon, which is now attacking the tower as a big old distraction. And hey, maybe they're attacking with other things as well, but you teleported inside the tower, so you don't know what's going on outside. However... During said teleportation, if we uh, cast our mind back to what Elystra flooded Varadin with, those nasty little purple crystals that they used to teleport around the city with, and in fact teleported the tower away, maybe teleporting wasn't the best choice. As during during Lauren's ritual, they activated and lightning bolted her to the back. Solara let go of your little teleportation circle, tried to grab Lauren, and it all fell apart from there. Those two disappeared, and the three of you wound up in a metal death trap, seemingly inside the tower, but not where you planned to land, as you were basically in a room of some form of like waste disposal, discarded remnants of flesh and blood dripping from the ceilings and the walls. And unfortunately for you, this is, well, a place where flesh gets brought back as that weird little husk-like creature started standing up from the gore and attacking you all. And it just didn't stop. So eventually you tried to figure out a way out the room through a big sealed metal door that someone else had attempted to open for you. Turns out that someone else was the reanimated body of our old cleric friend Anseer. Seemingly animated by a spirit that's not his own. Spirit that doesn't know who he is. That's kind of where we left off. The uh, the three of you meeting your new friend who just helped save your lives. Um, yeah, so I'm going to immediately insight check him on what he's just told us. <laughs> Go for Which it. Which I said I'd do last time. I got a 12. You got a 12. Hmm. Have a look. Hmm. Um, 12... I mean, this guy, you've never tried to read the poker face of a half-zombified man before, and it turns out it's quite difficult. Mm. He doesn't sound like he's lying. It's a weird tale, certainly, but 
you just got attacked by a room full of walking flesh. So it's been a weird day. Mm. You believe that this man doesn't know his name, and maybe the body's name is Ansir. Sounds plausible enough today. Right. Okay, so how if you can't remember your own name, how do you know that the body's name's Ansir? Have you got like his memories in that? Yes, um a few at least. It's like a just a smattering of knowledge. I can pick out names, some locations, some events, but I don't know, it's like hmm. Memory's a peculiar thing, it seems. Some of it gets ingrained into the flesh. At least when you've been uh, reanimated in such a way. At least it gives me some knowledge that otherwise I would be a little bit lost without. And why did you try and save us from the room of the creepy flesh monsters? Well, if I can be honest with you, I smelled a little bit of opportunity when a giant red dragon started attacking the tower. Looked to me like, well, that looked like a pretty good attack, but strange that the dragon and I saw a few other things starting to line up on the cliff was, hmm, holding back? Seemed to be trying to draw creatures out of the tower, and I wondered, did that mean someone else was trying to get in? And then I saw a bunch of the orbiting defences start to go off, and, well, seems I wasn't the only one expecting someone to try sneak into here. I knew that quite often they get dropped into rooms like these, so I just had to find the one where I could hear the sounds of fighting. I did hope that you'd be alive by the time I found you. Tell me, which one of you is the one that brought the three of you here? Hey, well, unfortunately, there was a bit of an accident while we were being, shall we say, supplanted here, and the uh, architect behind the transportation uh, didn't quite make it. I mean, you haven't Uh, seen her, have you? She might be here, you never know. How long have you been here? How long have I been here? Oh... Some time now, about, um, I think about a month or so. It's been awfully dreary in this tower, if I'm honest, time just kind of slips by. Well, if you, whoever brought you here didn't land in that room, then, well, hmm, if they're alive, I have to imagine they're in a bit of a bad spot. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yes, well, there are plenty of traps and twists and turns within this place. If you don't know your way around, you're liable to be lost forever. (laughs) Are you saying you know your way around? Well, as I say, I've been here a little while, and I have the slight benefit of them thinking that they control me. (laughs) So they don't mind when I wander. So... How do we know they don't control you? That's a good question. I suppose you'll have to take it on a little bit of faith. <laughs> I do have a question for the three of you, though. Okay, okay. Are you going to all this trouble to kill the one who runs this place? What's it to you? Yeah, before we answer that question, and we will, but before we do, what do you want? Are you trying to get out of here? Are you trying to find revenge what's what's led you to try and find us and so far help us 
you see he's got a lot of bandages around his like throat and on his face and he kind of scratches out a little bit and you see more of that zombified flesh behind him and he goes that's a good question yes well revenge would be nice i suppose i'd settle for getting out of here but yes revenge had crossed my mind you see i might not know who i am but i know that i'm being controlled at least in part i cannot raise a hand against the one who brought me into this body that happens to be the one who controls this tower unfortunately for her her knowledge of bringing spirits into flesh is not entirely complete she has made it so that i can't harm her directly but her grasp upon my leash is tenuous at best I can resist her orders. That's why she found me a little bit useless, but perhaps she's been waiting to uh, tinker around in this body again at a later point. <laughs> Gonna mm. insight check him. Yeah, go for it. Do it. 16. 16. 16. Um, it sounds like he's telling the truth on wanting revenge. He kind of said it a little bit jokingly, but there was a just behind his kind of facade, you see a a harshness to his words. There's just that little bit of bite behind what he's saying. He would quite like to kill the person who runs this tower. Um, do you think it's the truth that he's stuck here to some degree? Uh, you don't know all the details, so going off what he's saying, it sounds plausible, especially if the, the person they brought back wasn't the person they originally intended. Perhaps they were just trying to experiment to get this body moving. Perhaps this body was particularly... Um, powerful in life and therefore they thought would be of use so combine it with a powerful spirit and hey there you go some uh, strong undead for you and as you've seen from the room you were just in this place clearly seems to um focus on bringing dead things back to life and creating weird monsters so it's kind of in keeping mm. so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna cast a message to noah and then i'll do the same to um Flodo, and just say, you know, I'm not sure. Um, well, I won't do it in Scottish. I'll do it in in in. <laughs> I'm not Scottish. <laughs> Shalonian. Uh, I won't do it in Shalonian. I'll do it in just my regular voice. I'm gonna say, I'm not sure I trust this guy, but maybe we need a guide to both of them, and see what they reply in my head with. Can I reply back? You you can reply back to message. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Twenty five so, words or less. Yeah. Um, but like a sending I stone. Yeah, yeah. I could just, telepathically though, so I could just reply. Yeah, you can, sure. you, 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 we, we can hold a hot, cold conversation, you and I. But, but I can't yeah. speak telepathically to you unless you're already listening. So I cast message yeah. to start the conversation. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I think all Noah's going to say is, you know, uh, maybe we do uh, need a guide of some kind. Maybe, uh, maybe you're right. Maybe this guy is some use. Um, I've got to kind of. Um, uh, Flodo, I've, I've cast, asked you the same. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to be like, let's watch our back. I don't really trust him. But then again, he makes a good point that we do need to see where the woman is and stuff. And, and it doesn't seem like we're going to get any other help. So if he turns out to be a dickhead, we'll kill him. Right? I can kill him. <laughs> and I, and, I, and I, I, kind of, I kind of look at him at this point when, when, when Flodo says that in my head, just in case he can hear my thoughts. <laughs> Does he look shrewd by it? Um, he pulls his bandage down over his mouth a little bit and flashes you a smile, like, So, tell me, 
Well, have I guessed correctly? Are you here to kill her? Hey, we are. But look, if you're on the same side as us, if that's what you're thinking at least to get out of her or maybe to get revenge on her as well, can you, you said you can't like, attack her directly. Can you attack her other creatures? And if you can, can what what can you do? Are you can you fight? Can you cast spells? Well, and he kind of pulls out that long sword that it sits that sits at his waist, and it's like this very finely crafted black long sword. And he spins it around a little bit and goes, "I appear to be not too bad with this thing. I don't know whether it's this body or my own knowledge seeping through, but yes." I can swing a sword well enough. I fear I don't seem to have inherited any magical powers, but it will do in a pinch. And as for attacking her little helpers and creatures, I've killed a couple just to test a theory or two. Seems I don't have a problem with that. Just to check, it's not Anseer's bastard sword, is it? Uh, no, actually, it's not. It's a um, a slightly elongated longsword that is pitch black. Oh, thank God for that. I might have cried. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I, I won't do what I was going to do then. Anseer and, and tugs at Flo's heartstrings because it's... Yeah. Because, uh, of the, because of the nature of his death. Fair enough, fair enough. And because um, we're secretly boning. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Are there any of our like NPCs you haven't had sex with, Flo? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Handrel, seriously? <laughs> you smell worse I'm than Tommy. <laughs> Nights on watch are long and lonely, Tommy. They're long and lonely. For fuck's sake, is it just Tommy that's got this? <sighs> <laughs> Tommy is a slut. <laughs> uh, the things you learn on episode 100. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, so we are at least planning to um, maybe kill the mistress of the tower, or at least, at the very least, cripple her and disrupt her plans. I think uh, Noah just here you say, Crippler has got to look a little bit like confused because he's pretty confident we're here to kill her. Oh no, I mean like you know, sometimes people don't die. You know what I mean? Like your body and your spirit possibly belong to other things beforehand. We might not be able to completely erase her from existence, but we'll certainly kill this body. Yes, it certainly seems like death doesn't stick in this place. <laughs> exactly, it's your case in point. You, you, I mean, I don't know whose body you you're inhabiting right now, but I'm I'm guessing your body died, your actual body died. I don't know. I do assume as much. Yes. Unless you're a demon, are you a demon? Can't say I know. Has anyone actually asked him his name yet? He doesn't. He, he doesn't know. I don't think. No. Oh, okay. What are we calling him? Fancier. No, we're not. Right, I'll tell you what. I'm going to. I'm going. I'm going to telepathically just be like. So, uh, what do we call you then? As I said, I don't really have a name. Fancier suits me fine. This body remembers it. And I'll telepathically tell everybody else he's called Fancier. 
you, you know, if you're talking to all of us, you can just say it out loud. Did you want to see if it would freak him out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just you just showing you can you can speak to him telepathically, I guess. I mean, that's you know, it's a, it's a power of, move. <laughs> at the end of the day, my friends, it's all about the show. <laughs> and uh, at that, I'm gonna cast disguise self because I can do it without at will without expending any spell slots. Ooh, mm. like Tommy used to be able to. Ooh, and I'm gonna try and turn myself into what the new Ansia looks like, but with like a super cool coat on, kind of like the Ultimate Warrior used to wear. A super <laughs> cool long leather coat, but with a really with a with a how should we say um a promiscuous picture of Solara on the back of it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, Why not? I, I, I assume in the same way as those kind of eighties vans that you, you drive the band around in because it looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, because it looks awesome. Okay. I kind of um, feel like she's just giving you a wink in the finger guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Italy. Yeah. Hey, uh, he likes to do that. Oh well, that's a neat trick at least. Perhaps you'll live today. That's a positive. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, my friends. I certainly plan on putting on a show. Is that in our heads or? No, that's not actually me talking now. <laughs> oh, it sounds like your um, that blockage up your nose has cleared out. Yeah, you sound what like a twat. That's great. Uh, when I change appearance, I like to put on the voice to match. Is that really what I sound like? <laughs> you know, you can never be sure until you hear it played back to you, I, t- I heard tell. Oh, FYI, I really hate the sound of my own voice when it's played back. <laughs> it's so good that we're doing a pod, isn't it? What, what, why, do you think, why do you think I do accents all the time? <laughs> At least I know it's going to be bad then. Uh. <laughs> uh, so... Are we in agreement? I can offer you something that I think you're going to need if that's why you're here. A way through this tower. Frankly, I think you won't get very far without me. <laughs> right, so you'll be the guard, the, the guide, and um, in exchange, we'll try and get you back out with us and maybe get you some revenge as well. Excellent. I love a deal well struck. <laughs> so, are we good to go? Uh, I think so. I'm going to call anyone... Annie, though. Does, Annie? Does... Uh, Ancy? Ancy. <laughs> <laughs> does, um, does anyone need a short rest? Um, speaking as a player, not a character. Player! Um, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I can never say no to a bit of a short rest, but... How are you, are you guys looking? I don't uh, think I there's mean, anything that I can get from a short rest. I can get... Well, I can it roll some hit dice. Basically. Yeah. I mean, how, 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 how are you guys faring? On, in, would you like uh, some HP back? I've lost 19 hit points. I've lost 14. Because I can do, I can do a, a little song of rest, if you like. Ooh, what does that do? Um, I, can, I, can, I can play you a, um, a, a wee ballad, and um, you can... I can use my soothing music oration to help revitalize my wounded allies during a short rest. Um, if you need 
if you hear the performance, you can spend one or more hit dice to regain hit points at the end of the short rest. You gain an extra 1d6 hit points. Ooh. Top. So yeah, it's, not, it's, it's not a lot, but it's not bad, is it? It's kind of an every little helps thing, which is most of my abilities. Well, I'm great. I'll, 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 I'll ask Anseer if he thinks this is a decent place to rest. He kind of shrugs yeah. at you guys and goes, well, it's about as safe as anywhere. I will say this, they don't tend to check the remnant room very often, so best here than upstairs. So, uh, If we can ask you questions while we're rested up, I mean, like, how many of them are there? And, like, is this person really heavily guarded? And what does she look like? I mean, if we saw her and we were with, without you, I mean, we might might just kill her. Uh, mm-hmm. How about we have this conversation while we rest a bit? So I just said. Okay. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you all kind of take a seat. Adler starts uh, singing a little song. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of it's a it's a um, quite um, quite moving little um, little kind of ballad about um, about his home, Shillon Bay, and the, and the turtles that live there, and um, you know lost love, and you know a few things thrown in there. It's kind of kind of um, bittersweet. Mm-hmm. And given the uh, oppressive darkness of this place and uh, the rather horrible surroundings you just left, and obviously you all smell atrocious from that room, and Anseer is not the most pleasant company to be this close to in proximity. It's kind of fitting. Yeah, sounds good. Vlodo, you had a ton of questions. Uh, should, we, should, we, should we roll our hit dice first, and then we'll... Yeah, We're cool. doing it. Okay, cool. I have. I rolled an 8 and an 11. I'll roll, I'll roll a d6 and then take my automatic d12 um, on top of that. Cool. Because uh, I have a, um, which I don't know how to pronounce, a periapt of wound closure. Ah. Yes, which is, I, I, f- I feel is quite handy for my character, which will be taking damage. For anyone interested, um, when I wear this pan- pendant, I stabilize whenever I'm dying at the start of my turn. And when I re- roll hit dice, I re- to regain hit points. I, I oh sorry, no, I double the number of hit points it restores. I've reread that. Yeah, so I can I can I roll it and then roll two d twelve for my one d twelve. There um, we go. I'm going to use my pearl of power to get my second level spell slot back. Sounds good. And, yeah. So uh, questions. Yeah. Um, how many people are there? What in the tower as a whole? Yes. Oh, I mean hundreds. Yes, yes. I mean, if you include all the, well, I'll say servants, but they take on all forms. There's hundreds and hundreds of them. In terms of people who might give the four of us a problem, there's a fair few, but luckily for you, and you feel the tower shake, seems your distraction is still ongoing. They're mostly busy right now. I would hope we can get through with minimal problems. I mean, does she have a routine? Could we find her immediately, or do we have to go wandering around the streets? Oh, I expect while under attack she'll be in, well, the place she feels the most at home. That's her little throne room on the top of this tower. All, well, decked out to make her feel happy, I suppose. (laughs) Right, so uh, we're going to do the film The Raid, then? Hey. Yep. Uh, or, or um, dread. Yeah. Which, I whichever. Did not which... fall asleep through dread. So maybe if we go through dread, 
I fell how did you fall asleep raid. during the raid? I know I watched I it with you, but I still don't know how. <laughs> I <laughs> literally fall asleep someone, during the raid. Someone is being punched in the face or being shot like every minute in that movie. I may have been pregnant at the time. I think, yeah, that's true. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you could fall asleep in a nightclub flow, so. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> so let's go with Dread then. Fantastic. Oh, and she's a female as well. Yeah, yeah she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She Lord doesn't have a minigun though. Oh. Well, I hope, I hope, hope. Hmm. You'll find out. I, I have never, ever, ever sat down and written rules for a minigun for D&D. Just never, ever. Ever. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so it's um you're all kind of cleaning yourselves up and answers kind of sharpening the sword a little bit, just getting it all buffed up and ready for perhaps some combat in the near future. Uh, any other questions for him? No, I think I'm good. I, can't I mean, uh, so like anything like specific you you've been up to in this time? Like if you're if you're not happy with her, what kind of? I'm, I'm assuming you've been trying to do some stuff to I don't know, like thwart her plans in some way. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I've had to keep my head down low just in case they see fit to dispose of me. But I've been wandering this tower frequently, trying to find out just where she's weakest. And it seems she puts a lot of pride into that little teleportation setup she's got. It works both offensively and defensively. It's how this tower floats, it's how it moved out here, and it's how it disrupted your little assault plan. And I would suggest that our first stop along the way is to damage it. At least we can make it so that you won't be able to escape. Because half the problem would have been if you found your way up there. She would simply just teleport you out into the sky. <laughs> hmm. That's a good shout. Okay, so yeah, that seems like something we don't want to happen. <laughs> that that wouldn't be great. I mean, we'd probably survive, but I still don't like it. Talk about yourself. I would definitely not survive. I mean, I, are you well, like, are you like, like, if you fell from the sky, would your shell go down first? You could just no, hide in your shell. No, as long as I've, I've got a level one spell slot, I should be fine. Yeah, I wouldn't die either, actually. So. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. I am. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> right, we're all good to go? I think so. Okay. Uh, is, is, uh, is there anything you want to do, uh, Flodo? I can't do anything. There's... How often can you give us additional hit points? I think it's once a day. <laughs> is it? Was it once a day? I think so. So. What's it called again? Sorry. Um, Inspiring in- leader. Yeah. Right. Doesn't have short or long rest. Short oh, or long no, rest. No, wait, 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 wait. Hang on. That's well, not right, the right. quite rule. Um. Uh. Yes, we can't. Actually, you can't gain temporary hit points from this feat again until it's finished a short yeah. or long rest. Yeah. I thought that might be the case, but it's, it's interesting. There's not actually a limit on how many times you can do it. There's just a limit on how many times you can benefit from it. So after a short rest, you can do it again. Yes. If you want to give us another uh, yeah, four, definitely. 14 hit points again. So so please 15. don't do the date again, please. <laughs> okay, how about you can do it? You can do it instead. 
No? Uh, it's slightly better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no? A I mean, I could come up with something else if you want. Maybe just like, I, d- I don't know, like something... Don't a- die, don't die, don't die, don't die. No, no something actually like inspiring. Like, yeah. like push it to the limit from Scarface. Uh, that- I, have, I've, I think I've read that scroll. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one where he pulls out a wonder fireballs at the end, right? <laughs> aye, aye. See hello to my little wand. Aye. Mm. That's a good one. I liked that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, guys. That was one hell of a scroll. <laughs> right everyone's got 15 hp cool. yes and while you're thinking over that little speech in this truly oppressive and awful place why don't all of you make me a wisdom saving throw oh. can i just say before we do that i've cast false life on myself as i can also do that without expending any spell slots uh got an 11 oh shit <laughs> Got three. Okay, so <laughs> an eleven from Atlas, a three from Flodo, and a twenty-six from Noah. Fuck well, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh joy, oh oh joy. Well, Noah, you feel okay in this place? I mean, it's a little creepy, but you know, you're a hero. You'll be fine, sure. just fine. Atlas, I mean, you feel a little unnerved. This um. That song you sang kind of buffeted your nerves just a little bit, but uh, this place is creepy. You don't really like it. Flodo, however, while trying to give your inspiring speech and learning more about this place, your friends notice that your voice begins to like crack a little bit, and you're furtively looking around the place. This place is just horrible. It's terrible, and you don't know what what lurks out in that darkness that you can't see through. And I want you to roll me a d6. Okay. Oh dear. I can't roll... Oh, it's a one. You, you, okay. Well, no, you can't, you can't re-roll that again. I was going to say, I was like... Mm. It's, no. it's not a, As, an ability check. Or, no. yeah. So, with a one, you suffer from the following flaw, which is now added to your character sheet. Fantastic. And I quote... I don't believe I can make a difference to anyone or anything. You are despairing in apathy. And unfortunately for you, you also gain disadvantage on death saving throws and dexterity checks for initiative. The fuck? Oh. What does that mean? You have to re- roll initiative twice, take the lower option. Yep. And um, death, you, you basically, if you roll a, have to roll a death saving throw, it's with disadvantage. Okay, so remind already... me of that when I get yeah. to it. I'm sure Cookson will. I'm <laughs> sure he will. <laughs> we won't remind you. We won't remind Cookson, but he will remember. <laughs> he always does. <laughs> well, especially for the fun ones. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so yeah, Flodo is not liking this place. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mm. So, are you uh, you're all good to go? And Ansir just starts walking off into the darkness. Um, suppose I uh, oh, swish my awesome coat around. Is there any him. point in me coming along? Really, I could just stay here. Hey, you come, come on, wee lass. You can sit on my shoulders again. Oh, that'd be nice. And I, I, I'll pick you up and sort of pat you gently on the back. <laughs> I can, I can, I can see 
that your 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 eyes have got a slight kind of haunted look to them, and I you know I'm I'm kind of feeling paternal, so ah and then I, and then I'll I'll follow on after um because because after all I mean you know surely surely the warlock should lead. Ah, yeah. uh, so yeah, I'm 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 cool. I'm following Anzia. Whatever, whatever, bro. I'm right behind you. Mm-hmm. Holding can, on to your can I? <laughs> can I see? Ah, uh, no. It is pitch black in here. Okay. Um, You're getting the impression these people have no use for light. In which case, they can probably already see me anyway. So there's no there's no issue with me lighting a torch. So I'm there is always that. I'm gonna light a torch. It's like it's like if if if, if, I, if I'm coming up against other stuff with normal vision in the dark, then I don't want to draw attention to myself, but. If it can see, it can see. Who cares? In fact, if anything, if it can, if it can see in see in the dark, maybe a bright light in its face might be a bit more disconcerting than anything else. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you start making your way through the tower, light in hand, and I answer at the front to start talking a little bit. So, yes, this place can start to get to you after a while, so we should make it quick. And you feel the whole tower suddenly shakes and almost lurches to one side. Ah, it's nice to see your distractions still going on. Pity we can't see what's happening. I'm sure it would be a lot of fun. <laughs> I have only seen a dragon fight a couple of times and pretty brutal. Mm, seem to be. <laughs> I wonder if they're attacking the camp below as well. <laughs> Hey, well, if I was attacking, I'd probably probably send the dragon in up top, and yeah, have the um have the sort of infantry curtain coming round, and yeah, and on and on as Atlas kind of explains <laughs> how he'd organise the attack on the tower. <laughs> you um, as you're talking to him like that, you actually find that Ansir replying back to you is keeping up with you. He seems like he has even just seen talking to himself almost at some times. He seems like he has a fair bit of military experience. Hmm. Whether that's your body or your spirit, you've, you've definitely got some experience there. You know, you, you seem to know your stuff. Thank you. It's been so long since I've had any compliments. <laughs> I say, as, as Atlas is, like, doing all this talking, I'm just going to, like, walk alongside him, not so much in front of him. It's like... Oh, we, Daddy, I told you, you know, we, we turtles, we got to stick together. If I look at him, is he looking like me? No, nope, I'm looking exactly the same with the jacket on and everything. Yes, I suppose we do, don't we? There's <laughs> <old> boy. <laughs> I kind of, um, pl- like, slide down on Atlas's back a bit and smack him around. The- no, no, actually, <laughs> kick him. <laughs> but but I, th- I think I think all, all sort of fairly jovially. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say, I have to, I have to add that because normally when we're doing it, it's the other party. It's this <laughs> <laughs> is camaraderie, not thinly veiled hatred. <laughs> <laughs> thinly veiled. Mm. No oh, the three of you are a lot of fun. I'll be quite sad if you die. <laughs> really. Lightening the place up a lot. Well, I mean, we go into pretty dark places. You've got to, got to have a sense of humour about it, or else you just, I guess, crawl into a ball and cry. <laughs> I, of course you do. I mean, no one's getting through Michelle on me back anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think I'll miss you most of all, strange one. Hey, <laughs> we keep him around. I'm not quite sure why. <laughs> hey, that wow. joke works on so many levels. I have a woman on my back who I've just called Michelle. Yes. <laughs> I yes. thought she was the um the uh, sorcerer girl. Is she changed? And have another look at your cloak. I she's whoever I want her to be. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's got a different face now. Sorts. Sorry, I should have noticed. <laughs> please uh-huh. stop! Please, please stop! Or I'll just be going. Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Please stop. Well, that's, that's exactly, what, exactly what you're doing. <laughs> uh, Shit! There's a turn order. Just clearing things up. Oh, oh yeah. you scared me <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to do a perception check. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm, <laughs> actually, we probably should do a perception check at some point. Uh, uh, it's, it's only a 14. But... You can't see shit. I've got a torch. Oh, yes, I. My bad. Yeah, I can see 20. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've, I, I can perceive. You can, Sixth with sense. a 14. Yeah, I, with a 14, you can hear the rumble of the assault on the tower still seemingly going on. You can hear very faint sounds of screams, sounds of grinding metal, the occasional just yelp of terror, and it's coming from all around you as Anseer is kind of leading you guys on a bit of a winding path throughout this tower, occasionally going up, up some sort of ramp or up some spiral stairway. He seems to know where he's going, and so far you've not run into any servants or monsters or anything horrible. Does it? Does it? Is it? Is it a, a route we could kind of, you know, is, is it? Is, it's a. So he doesn't feel like he's trying to wind us around in circles. We we can follow where we've been. Um, well, it's you would struggle to find your way back to where you just were. So he is taking you. What half the time feels like incredibly random directions, like he'll suddenly turn and take you down a side corridor. And a lot of these corridors look the same. They're all, this whole tower on the inside is just dark stone, obsidian statues. It's all kind of just dreary as hell going up through the middle. And it almost seems like it's designed so that every corridor almost looks the same. Sometimes you swear you're walking back the way you came, but then suddenly there's a staircase that wasn't there the first time around, and it's really disorienting. Mm. So you definitely know which way you're going, right? Oh, quite, quite. It's only a little bit further now. We should be able to reach that little part of that teleportation ritual. And then all we need to do is kill its guardian. Then we can disable part of it. And she won't be able to escape or drop you off a mountain. <laughs> this is the first we've heard of a guardian. Could you tell us exactly what shape or form this guardian takes? Oh, didn't I mention that earlier? Silly me. Oh. My memory's not what it used to be. <laughs> I'm going to insight check him. Did he, did he deliberately? <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, that's a 13, so maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Again, this man's kind of hard to read. He might be fucking with you, but also his memory is fucked, so who knows? Mm. Um, he gives a bit of a description. He goes, well, I think parts of it came from a person. There's certainly humanoid arms, though 
quite large. Maybe it was from a giant or something. Its legs are all squirmy and tentacly, <laughs> like some giant octopus, maybe. <laughs> the face, well, that thing's just a mass of ruined flesh strung together, worse than mine, and I wear a bandage to cover mine. <laughs> it's a real nasty piece of work, but you three look tough, and I've got this fancy sword. I'm sure we'll be fine. Kind of, um... I mean, you know, I'm fairly confident in my abilities. But I kind of give the other two a quick glance. It's like, oh yeah, I'm totally. I'm not at all worried. Yeah, I, I, I regret giving you a glance because I knew that's what you were gonna. <laughs> that's exactly how you'd look. Um, Atlas, I, I can stay out here. Uh, Norlas, if you could like come in, maybe you can hide behind me and give it one of them nasty stabs you can do. That'd be grand. Well. You never know. You could, you could save the day. You've done it before. Okay. Can I have a cuddle? Sure, you can. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna give her a little, give her a hug. Yeah, she's I'm gonna, gonna gonna wrap her up in my very large, scarred, kind of scaly total arms and give her a surprisingly gentle hug. <laughs> Make her feel better. Tickles. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you making that noise for? Just, 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 for, um, just, you know, Noah's a little bit like, yeah, hmm, hmm. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Noah. Do you want a hog tea? No, uh, I think I'm okay. All right, then. I know you like him. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not you. <laughs> Ah, oh, you're filling my cold, dead heart with such joy. <laughs> Maybe it'll even beat today. That would be new. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> you can always hope, I suppose. It's what keeps me going. <laughs> that and terrifying necromatic magic. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and I have good news. We're almost there, and he kind of points up this staircase that continues to climb at quite a steep rate, and unfortunately only um, Noah can really see the, the end of it as it leads to this large, quite a ornately carved metal door. And yes, an answer sort of nods back towards you all. That should be the room. What's the plan, new friends? Uh, well, before Noah charges in, I think maybe we should scout it out a bit. Would you mind having a wee look? When I'm does this car- when, do I, when do I charge in? I'm a spellcaster. <laughs> because 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 you're a goddamn hero. <laughs> because 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 I because I I just I just have a feeling that Noah thinks he's invin- invulnerable and would just kind of boot the door down and start slinging some spells and then when it's, when it's not going to plan would think about leaving. Like every other character, I don't know. You might, you might, you might, you might not. I mean, you, 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 surely you've got a healthy respect for our our skills, having worked with us before. So yeah, ho- hopefully, yeah. Okay, fair I'm enough. Get well, the door for traps. That's that's kind of kind of what I would. Um, my idea would be to um to get um Flodo to to go up, have a little scout around, see if she can tell us what's up there. Maybe maybe find a good hiding spot before we make our way up. 
I mean, there's no, there's a small chance we could sneak in. I mean, I can cast invisibility if I need to, though I'm not sure that how that would work with muffling my gigantic footsteps. But I could try. Would give you an um, advantage on the stealth check. Yeah, obviously they could still hear you. Exactly. So, so I mean, there's there's not a huge amount of point as a barbarian unless we really want to try and stealth it. Um, oh, you can do. You know what, so, guys? I think it's quite important that if we are going to go through this door, we need to put on a show. And if we're putting on a show, I nominate me. I also nominate you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just go check something out. I mean, you know, make sure your audience is ready for you. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not a bad idea, actually. If we can get... um. If we can get Flodo into like a nice hidey spot, you and I could like rock in with some prestigitation going on. Light the way, as it were. That sounds like a good plan. Cool. Well, let's um, let's let her go up and have a scout, and if she's got anything to tell us, she'll she'll come back. Uh, if no, then we'll just give it t- give it five minutes, and we'll head on up. Time for sneaky sneaky. Yeah, time for sneaky sneaky. Woohoo! Right, eh? Roll me one of those stealth checks. Come on. 21. 21. Nice. My god, that's an 8. Plus, I get a 13. <laughs> yep, you do. I get a plus 13. That's ridiculous. You do. Wow. Life of a rogue. Indeed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yes, so you sneak your way up the staircase and get to the door, feeling pretty confident in your uh, stealthiness. And. You can hear from behind the door, just from being anywhere near it, just a constant, like, thrumming sound of power. Did you say you were going to check the door for traps with Mage yes. Hand? Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Mage Hand! So maybe, like, a few, uh, like five or ten feet away. So you're out of yeah, range. make sure that nothing blows up in my face. Okay. So you're casting Mage Hand to, what, just try the door? Uh, you get you get all check for tra- yeah you can check it for traps or you can try and pick the lock as well if you need to but you can what can it do what can it do manipulate an object open an unlocked door or container which I think yours is slightly special now as an arcane trickster it I think is you get yeah extra thing. yeah you can make it invisible you can stow one object the hand's holding in a container and stuff like that but yeah basically you 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 can try and try and like um check the door and uh, try and pick it if it's locked from range. Yeah. Specifically as a Mage Hand Legimane, which is the ability Arcane Tricksters get, you can use these tools to pick locks or disarm traps at range. So what are you trying to do? Check for traps? Yes. Okay, do me an investigation. Come on. With your uh, ghostly floating invisible hand. <laughs> at least it's, it's like less creepy when it's invisible. Hmm. 26, nice. 26. Um, so with 26, you check over the door. It does not appear to be trapped, but it is definitely locked. Okay, can I open it with my magey handiness? Thieves tools. Mm, thieves tools. So... How do I do thieves tools? It's in your skills. Oh, yes, it is, yes. Mm-hmm. 16. Uh, 16. With a 16, you just managed to find the right point in the lock to hear it click, and ever so gently... It is unlocked. Right, do I go back to tell them it's unlocked? What was the plan? You were going to do a scout. Yeah. So you, you might want to actually see what's in the room first. Without anybody else? Well, oh, you've yeah. still got a 21 stealth. Yeah, I'll as, go in the room. 
What do I see? I'll just, just peek in, maybe. Peek my head out. So, if this has worked properly, you should see a bit of a map, Flodo. Yes. Oh. Can, can anyone else see that, or is it just me? Yeah. Well, you should all be seeing different things once your tokens are on there, but at the moment, Flodo should have a very limited view of the room. Yes. Yeah. You are not your Loxodon friend with dark vision. Because I, for once, am going to attempt to use Roll 20's dynamic lighting. Ooh. Yeah, getting fancy on episode 100. Hey. <laughs> I will say this, though. One thing you do see is... So I'll, I'll describe the room out generally, but obviously, as you can see, little bits of the room. Uh, do feel free to uh, tell your party what you see. But what is generating at least a little bit of light in the center of this large chamber is a number of giant crystals, five in total at set points, seeming very ritualistic, around a central crystal that is being essentially kept levitated within this pool of arcane energy that it's like water that's too blue and you feel like if you touched it, maybe horrible things would happen, even from here. You can see arcs of arcane discharges sort of flashing out of this pool over and over again, like ricocheting against the crystals. And I say crystals, these things are a good, like, 20 foot tall. They are pillars more than just crystals. Um, this definitely feels like some very complicated arcane ritual that is housed in this room. And from the darkness just moving around Flodo, you just managed to see the shape of a creature doing its uh, patrol of the room. I'm going to show all you guys just for just for funsies. Oh, well, that looks lovely. Oh, oh. Yes. Okay. You see yeah. a creature that looks part of a giant from its sheer size, because this thing is towering at nearly 17 feet tall. Its legs are completely replaced with these sliming, slithering tentacles, which it seems to propel itself forward with. It's carrying a weapon that to you would be a huge scythe, but in this thing's hand looks more like a sickle. And it's got a few morals strapped around its waist, it's just covered in blades and implements to uh, cut and tear and rip apart. It seems to be the thing that protects this chamber. Shit. Cool. So... Um, yeah, imagine imagine a giant squid, and then replace like the 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 head part with it with the upper torso of a giant, like I don't know. Yeah, with um with a horrible mask on and a big weapon and lots more little weapons. Looks yeah about as horrifying as you could imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and, and add a bit more. Yeah. So that's I mean, just about yeah. what you can see here. And do remember for uh, any listeners at home, Flora's vision is super limited, so she's seeing a very small amount of this room. Imagine, um, imagine kind of um, Geiger designed a centaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are these? You say these crystal columns. Are they clear or are they translucent or are they opaque? Or uh, they're a little bit translucent. Like you can see distorted images through them if you stare at oh, them. Oh, okay. But, but, oh, that but, doesn't help me, does it? Are they are they sort of crackling energy. Oh yes, kind of like okay, discharging. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. Tesla coils. Yeah. Right. Cool, so that seems, seems like the, the, the epicenter, the heart of the tower, and the, the, the perfect place to blunder into. <laughs> 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 mm. 
try try slugging it out with a giant giant octopus thing. I'm not going in there by myself. I'm gonna go get the guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you uh, withdraw? As this thing does not seem to have noticed you with your earlier stealth roll. Yes, because that thing is horrific. Hmm. Yeah, he was te- telling the truth. It's definitely a squid with. It's really big. It's um, when I say big, I mean it's massive. But that's just me. I'm really shit. I'm really little. Okay. Um. Anything else? Um. Yeah. Kind of like. I don't know. Like a. F- like columns and a central thing. Like a kind of like arranged like a flower, if you know what I mean, like petals. Um. And I couldn't see the rest of the room, so I'm not too sure. But. The door's not trapped. It's unlocked. We can go in. But um, yeah, be aware that this thing is like, it, to me, it seemed like 20, 30 feet tall, but probably isn't, you know. All right. Um, so Noah, um, should we do the um, entrance music? And uh, then Flodo, if you try in stealth and maybe as we draw all its attention and aggro, you can sneak into the room and maybe give it a wee stab. So just before we uh, we do that, I'm just going to uh, cast disguise self on myself again, and this time actually turn myself into the ultimate warrior. So you get smaller but wider. So, yeah. So 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 <laughs> clearly the ultimate warrior is me. So you're just looking at the total. <laughs> I I mean the ultimate warrior from the WWE. I know what you know. mean. Yeah. <laughs> Does the ultimate <laughs> warrior exist in D and D? I'm a roided up human who likes to point at the sky and go (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Okay then. (laughs) I just just googled this guy and he's dead. Yes, he is now. I really, I don't know, I I, I really wish that I could also do that as well. <laughs> it will be a change character. Well, you be the ultimate warrior. I'll, I'll come in as Randy Savage. <laughs> yes, <laughs> cream of the crap. <laughs> <laughs> Just the craziest pair. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can't. So I'm just going to be a fuck off total. <laughs> and uh, I think it's time everyone rolls initiative because. Oh, uh, Guessing okay. you're moving into this room. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to actually use um, prestidigitation as well, uh, and I'm going to have it. Um, I'm going to have lights, um, a shower of sparks, and I'm going to have kind of um, yeah, because that's not concentration. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to going to have like um, yeah, so 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 so, so lights sparks i'm gonna have smoke like a smoke machine's billowing and um i'm gonna have i'm gonna do minor illusion i'm gonna have um have like uh kind of rock music playing in the background as we walk in (laughs) so what you're telling me is stealth Oh yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> um, so the the, t- the 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 two of us are are, are walking into the arena uh, as 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 if we're we're in an intro, <laughs> and um, and meanwhile I'm hoping Flodo, well two of us and 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 Ansir, and I'm hoping Flodo's gonna go into stealth again and try as we're causing a massive distraction to effectively just kind of sneak into the room behind us. 
Hopefully. That's the, that's the plan, anyway. Okay. Uh, so. Don't know if I actually rolled initiative there. Or are you uh, taking my last you, one? I don't see your initiative on the page. Okay, that's fine. Let me just... I, I, I don't have a token. That's my wife. Also, my do remember, Flodo, your initiative was a disadvantage, so roll yours again. We'll see if it's higher uh, or 17. lower than 17. Flodo? I did it. Uh, 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 sorry. Oh, 16. 16. Okay, 16 then. So you're, you're down a, a peg. Yeah, from a 17 to a 16. That's an ultimate fuck you, Flo. <laughs> this fucker got a 19. <laughs> I also that's, rolled a 19 now. Okay. So is Flodo kind of hanging back then to try stealth yes. in after the rest of you guys come up? Because yes. we're in initiative now, but essentially if you're not stealthing, you can walk into the room, but Flodo, you're hanging, what, like how far back? Um, behind the door. Okay, so you're literally going to stand like 10 feet back from the door. Yeah. Okay. As everyone else essentially walks into the room. Like badasses. Yeah. <laughs> You should all effectively see slightly different things, but that'll be interesting. I've got a torch. That's true. Actually, I'm going to give you know, a torch. Let's say as, as, as I walk in, I, I drop the torch at my feet because I don't. I, I want to be using both my weapons. So, so it's, the, the torch is going to drop at my feet where we are now. I don't like the fact that I can't see you guys. Can you see each other? I can, uh, I can uh, now. I can see everything. <laughs> yes, so... Uh, Two people in the room have uh, complete dark vision, Ansir and uh, Noah, and they can see the whole room. Atlas threw his torch on the ground so he can see a little bit. So, I mean, what do you see, Noah, when you walk into this room? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, so, I can see the 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 the, the hexagons that, like the you know the the towers that Flodo like can see. Crystal pillars. I can see big triangle with one of those pillars coming out of it in the middle. Oh, and I can see the big serpent thing. Mm-hmm. Is there any other well, kind of casting message as, as we come up, are there any other enemies in the room? No, but what looks like some piles of skulls and... No skulls. They look like fungi to me for some reason. Uh, resolution, I think. One other <laughs> exit off to the right. Mm-hmm. But, but since we've walked in making lots and lots of noise, <laughs> I don't I don't think there's any chance of us getting to that before we get into fighting. <laughs> yeah, as you guys are walking through making the biggest scene this tower has ever seen, apart from the dragon attacking it outside, <laughs> <laughs> this creature very quickly kind of slithers round on its uh, multiple tentacles, has this weird kind of octopus squid-like movement, and pulls out this massive sickle and just wordlessly starts walking towards you. And we've already rolled initiatives, so Noah, you're up first as you make your grand entrance with this horrifying creature bearing down on you. Um, so, yeah. Well, prob- probably not the best idea, but I don't care. I'm cool. Um, so... Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, no, I like that one. <laughs> Hang on, how far away am I? About 35 feet from where the Oh, cool. So, um, I'm going to cast Evard's Black Tentacles. Hmm. Want to read that out for us? So, and I'll, uh, 
Squirming ebony tentacles fill a 20-foot square on the ground that you can see within range. For the duration, these tentacles turn the ground and area into difficult to terrain. When the creature enters the affected area for the first time, on a turn or starts its turn there, the creature must see on a dexterity saving throw or take 3d6 bludgeoning damage and be restrained by the tentacles until the spell ends. A creature that starts to turn in the area and is already restrained by the tentacles takes oh, but takes 3d6 bludgeoning damage, which is yeah. the same. So it kind of grapples onto them and then continues to attack and choke and smack yes. them around. Yeah, so a massive burst of black tentacles form out of the ground and start attempting to wrap around this creature. And so it's on my turn I make the save, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So, right, uh, what else are you doing? Um, because that's a full action. Um, so what? I'm going to. I can still move, can't I? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm going to go towards this exit. Can't <laughs> <laughs> Throw a spell. Bye. <laughs> you know, you just, just. Well, I mean, there are always some benefits to staying closer to me. Just uh, fair warning. There, there, there are, there are. But I also, I'm hopeful that I have this thing trapped. Okay. Because mm. well. in theory, I should. I have a high chance of having it restrained. Mm. Mm-hmm. You do. And that's your turn then. Yep, that was my turn. Okay, it is my Doom Golem's turn. And so starting my turn to make this deck save. See yep. how this goes. 19. Fucking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so oh, I'm not restrained. <laughs> uh, actually, not that dexterous. He just got very lucky. Ah, <laughs> uh, joy. So it still counts as difficult terrain, but you're not restrained. Um, I'm guessing he doesn't have to take the damage. And you don't take the damage even by the looks of things. Yeah. So these tentacles attempt to grapple around this thing, but it kind of slithers out of some of them, tears some of them out of its way. This thing is horrifyingly strong. And your spell, unfortunately, does not get a grip on him, at least not yet. So let's uh, move through difficult terrain. Was that its action to... No, to save. Mm -hmm. Bugger fuck. So it it has to action only, only if it gets restrained, mm. then it then it has to use action, but because it never got restrained in the first place. So really, it can only just slightly move out of it, unfortunately for it. However, that does put him in range of this. As it tears its way through these tentacles, you watch Atlas and Fake Answer <laughs> as the room starts to feel colder as this blue and black aura begins to wash over this creature, focused upon its mouth as it screams in your direction, and it's going to hit you with the wind of Boreas. So both of you make me... It is. Well, no, actually, it's an ability. It's not a spell. Okay. Uh, um, So both of you make me constitution saving throws. Okay. And a nine. Whoa, natural one. Yeah. It's pity because yeah. I'm pity, pity not raging this turn. Or else that would have been all right. But Yeah. Um, Ansir got an 18. So he will take half damage from this. Unfortunately, Atlas, you're taking full damage. Uh, That's going to be 37 ooh, points of cold damage. Shit. Ooh. Don't forget your temp HP. Oh, yeah. 
Look at all those dice. Jesus. 11d6. Um, and then zero takes 19. Sorry, 37, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. It's not. It's not great. But you're a tanky boy. It could be. Could be. Could be worse right now. It's a fair, <laughs> fair, fair chunk of damage. Mm-hmm. Such a good thing that I didn't walk in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been fun. <laughs> no, it's feeling glad he moved as well. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yes, Ouch. You, you watch as this cold wind just washes over you and tries to freeze you to the core. And while you're not protected by your ancestors, that did some damage. But that is my Doom Golem's turn. Atlas, it's your turn. And you're within 20 feet. Looking at this terrifying creature that just cuts you to the bone with cold, make me a wisdom saving throw, would you please? Uh, 20. 20. Making up for the force. Yeah. Atlas, this thing is horrifying and strange, but you've been around the block a fair bit. You've fought some monsters in your time. Scary though it is, you steal yourself, you feel your ancestral spirits, they've got you back. And you feel fine, and you are immune to its fear aura for the next 24 hours. Ooh, 24 hours, that's cool. Right. Okay, well, that hurt. Didn't really like that at all, so, um, I'm gonna fucking kill ye! And I'm gonna rage. So, rage! Bonus action to our rage. And then I'm going to pelt forward into it. And I'm going to take a big old swing with my longsword. Go for it. And I'm just going to take a normal swing on this one, actually. Uh, it's a 17 and 12 damage. Is that right? 17 just hits. Ooh, oh dear. Okay, so on top of that, then, if that is a hit, I'm going to use my... Bard fighting style, fighting style, to add a flourish on top of that, and I'm going to add a mobile flourish on top of that. Ah. So I can spend one use, one use of my bardic inspiration to cause the weapon to deal extra damage to the target I hit. Damage equals the number you roll in your bardic inspiration die. You can also push the target five feet away from you, plus a number of feet equal to the, dam- the number you roll on that die. So I'm going to roll a d6. Uh, do another four damage, and I move it nine feet away from me. Interesting. That's a random it's number. Straight, yeah, I, I guess we round up. I don't yeah, know. I just move it ten feet back. Straight into the pool, um, which is good. Yeah, it's just on the edge of this arcane pool. Which is what I was planning to do, so hopefully it starts... So it, it moves so, into its, moves into that thing on a turn. Yeah, so it... Will so it start. takes... No, yeah. it's so... First time it moves on a turn, it moved on my turn. So what so happens? It Does it takes now or not? So, so it moves now. Uh, okay. Sorry, I'm reading, I'm reading Bunker's spell, so it means, needs to take the save now as well. I thought it did it on his turn. No, it does it on its turn or a turn. Oh. Is the way it's written. First time it, the creature enters, when a creature enters the affected area for the first time on a turn, or starts its turn there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say on so, its turn. It says on a turn. Yeah, no, was, I think that's uh, correct. So, dex save for my monster. Come on. Uh, this time, got a three. Oh, hey. says you knock it back. And I will say, what's your weapon? Uh, it's a longsword. Just a basic longsword? Uh, uh, it is unfortunately a basic longsword. Yeah, we don't have the greatest weapons mm. at level 10, unfortunately. I'll say, 
your sword does not do the most damage, but uh, you do manage to knock this thing off balance with your sheer strength and uh, martial skill, and you knock it back into Ivar's black tentacles, which immediately wrap around this creature and restrain it. And I'm also, I'm also, uh, sorry, I was going to say, I also move up to an occupied space within five feet of the target, to an unoccupied space. So I move up following the bash, basically. So I'm still in combat. Okay. Did he take three d6? No, it's on the start of his turn. He takes that. Um, because you must succeed at a dexterity saving throw or take three d6 bludgeoning damage and be restrained by the tentacles until the spell ends. No, it says on any time of use. So okay, three d6 then. Roll me up. Uh, Eight. And it's bludgeoning damage, you say? It is bludgeoning damage. Ah, doesn't do too much then. Oh fuck okay. you. And <laughs> um, I've got a second attack. Go for it. So, um, just straight up again. Uh, a 20 and 13 damage. 20 and 13 damage. Okay. Now, the, um, the, the the downside with making a level 10 character from scratch is you don't actually get many, many very many um, magical weapons or abilities. And magical weapons and items cost lots and lots and lots of gold. They really so do. <laughs> we had to, um, you know, whereas, whereas we've been quite blessed in our other campaign with quite a lot of cool loot. By our wondrous DM, mm. um, when starting out at level ten, don't get a lot. Mm. Have to uh, try to be creative, yeah, or cheesy. Or so, so I've 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 raged, I've bashed, I've made sure that Bunkle spell did count, and mm-hmm. um, I'm now face to face with it, drawing its wrath, which also um, has some other effects, which we might mm. see as the round continues. Indeed. So. Flodo, I said you could sort of hang back and not move in in terms of getting into stuff. So roll me um, stealth. Okay. See if you succeed, essentially, before this combat took place. Hide. 26. 26. So when you move into the room, you will be stealthed to do your first attack, assuming you're going to attack. But once you move into the room, the room is both illuminated and this thing can see the whole room. So this is your kind of first go with this. Can, are they? Are you able to? Would she be able to just, for example, hide behind those big Tesla columns things as long as she was the other side of it? Uh she could attempt to, yeah, yeah, or behind one of us because she can hide behind a creature larger than her. Just, just for example, if it just if it's useful later on. Hide behind you. I can't attack. Well, no, you can you can hide as a bonus action, and then at the end of your turn, so you oh, can right, yeah. you go back oh, well, into hiding. Can't... Uh, I was thinking about moving, then dashing, with my bonus action, and then attacking. Up. You could no, you you could you could do that, and then next turn, you, if you want to, you could. Hide. I could you, use you, my you... movement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, why am I so little? <laughs> <laughs> anyone, anyone got an answer for me? Are you moving twenty-five feet into the room? No. Uh, at least, yes. Well, you can move 25 feet, so yeah, <laughs> you're moving that. 25 feet into the room. And then I'm going to move behind one of the columns. So you're going to dash? Yeah, so mo- yeah, move, bonus my... action, dash, and then you've got an action left if you want. Yeah, and my action is Toll the Dead. Do you need line of sight on the creature? Ooh. Oh, you point at one creature, you can see within range. Shit. Yeah, so you can't be behind the column and cast that. You can cast it before you move behind the column, though. You can oh, move can into I the room, that? cast it, and then move yeah. behind the column. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's do that. Cast the spell. 
point at one creature you can see within range and the sound of a bell fills the air around it for a moment. Target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. Hmm. At higher levels? Uh, inst- yes, because you're casting it, you're, you're at above 5th level, it's 2d8, but it's taking some damage, so it's 2d12. 2d12? If it fails, the save wisdom totally saving dead. What's your uh, spell save, DC? I wrote, I wrote that down somewhere. You did, but... I can't find it. <laughs> it's on your character sheet under spellbook. Um, spellbook... It says save DC. Save DC. And it's un- and under rogue, arcane trickster. 16. 16. Okay, wisdom saving throw for my I always my wondered where you guys pulled that number out your ass. <laughs> I really did. I was like, I what you're talking about. Ah, I'll say this with a three. This thing is not very wise, so hit me with 2d12. Come on! 16! Yeah, not bad. Not bad for a toll of dead. And then I run away. <laughs> Cantrip, 16 damage, that's decent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you um, run into the room to the sound of this um, echoing bell that just shakes the chamber, and the creature seems to shudder and recoil at that as it takes the uh, full damage. Tasty. And then I hide. Well, you can't, but you can be well, out no, of the you, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I um, get behind a column. Mm. And it is now Anseer's turn. How far can he get? He can just get in front of the creature. So he's going to back you up, Atlas, and attempt to uh, swing with his fancy sword. So first up, he's going to swing his sword two-handed. 18. That's 11 points of damage. And you watch as his... Uh, black elongated longsword actually cuts into this creature with a uh, satisfying swipe and his second attack gonna attempt to return it and with a natural 20. that's an extra yeah extra 1d10 there which i rolled a 10 on he's on fire he's he's been itching to start this fight an old spirit's good luck i think i say And he deals a hefty chunk of damage. And that's all his turn's going to be. So, on the next initiative count, those two piles of bones that you saw (laughs) earlier begin to animate. The one that Noah's standing on. The one that Noah's standing on. (laughs) Cool. Excellent. Cool, 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 cool. And form up into these normal, kind of slightly large man size, probably about the same height as um, our Loxodon friend. But they are just completely made of bone, but they look a bit um, like they're made of random bits of bone, all kind of pulled together by magic. So they're not you're not just fighting a skeleton, you're fighting a skeleton constructed of about like five different skeletons. And there's two of them. Yay. And it's their turn. Lovely. Lovely, lovely, oh, lovely. Shit, it can see me. Yep. <laughs> yes, it can. But the first one's going to go after Noah. Because why not? Stood on uh, it. Yeah, you, you <laughs> stood on it. So as this thing forms around you, it's going to attempt to tear you to pieces with its claw hands. First attack, 11. It's a, it's a miss. Second attack, 23. Hits. Yeah, I think that one's a hit. Uh, so that's a, 11 points of slashing damage with 6 points of necrotic damage. Do I... 
I'm a resistance in the car. Uh, you're you're doing okay, aren't you? Because you've taken some hit dice. Recently. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm full health. All right, cool. I, I'm I'm not going to use my reaction then. He's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. And the second one is going to run up to Flodo and attempt to claw the crap out of her as well. First attack, eleven, which I think Fail. is a miss on you. Yeah. Second attack, nine. Fail. Uh, Sad times. <laughs> and uh, we'll we'll move our locks on friends slightly out of the way because she can't occupy the same space. Yes. That is my bone golem's turn. Sensing a theme? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but Noah, top of the round, you're up, and you're in a lot worse place than you realize. Oh, and um, make me a uh, concentration check on that old spell you got, our Ivard's Black Tentacles. 25. Nice. Uh, fine. fine. <laughs> Does anyone notice that Noah looked a bit like Barba? <laughs> <laughs> anyone? Here's how I imagine him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he made his own crown out of like paper mache and gold print. <laughs> God, I need to watch Barba again. <laughs> that was on my to do list. <laughs> Just imagine him as Bunkle now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what you suddenly see is the ultimate warrior is grasping a shield, and I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast and uppercut this thing in the face uh, with a 16. Uh, a 16 does hit. Yes. And then, as it rebounds off the ceiling, I will uh, hit it again. Ding, ding, ding. 28. Nice. 28. You do a, uh, a nasty amount of damage. And yeah. um, I will use my movement to... Oh, no. I can't disengage, can I? So... Nope. That's fine. Yep. So this uh, bone golem gets hit twice in the place by your Eldritch Blast shield, and it's not happy about that. Yep. Mm. And that's your turn. Uh, yes, there is nothing more I can do. Okay, so it is my Doom Golem's turn. He must make a deck save to see if he can. Uh... Oh no. Or a strength check. Oh yes. no, no, wait, wait. That's an, an action. So he makes the save when he starts his turn there, or he'll no, take he's, the he's... damage. Yeah, yeah. So uh... let's see if he takes the damage first, and if he's still restrained. A creature that starts its turn in the area and is already restrained by the tentacles takes 3d6 bludgeoning damage. Ah, uh, okay. You take the okay. damage, and then you can use an action to break out. Mm, if I want to. If yes. you want to. 3d6. 12. 12. Chipping away, chipping away, six at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like the silence. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't do quite as much damage as you think, as these tentacles attempt to tear this creature apart. Um, Trying to decide what to do. Well, first off, I'm going to roll a dice. Uh, you're very lucky didn't get its breath back this turn. Well, that's something. Yeah. I guess. Okay. It's going to use its action to try break free, I think. Actually, no. You know what? It's not going to use its action to break free. I changed my mind. It's going to attempt to use its bite attack on Atlas, with disadvantage, because it's restrained. Uh, yeah. Okay. Double disadvantage, but yeah, disadvantage. That's fine. 19? Don't think it's, sadly. Doesn't. 
That doesn't hit me. No, no, no. And then it's going to attempt to swing its doom sickle at Atlas as well. Also with disadvantage. Oh. 17. Yep. That's a shame. Not, not quite enough on it. It's um, good. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> unfortunately, the uh, tentacles managed to hold this thing back with enough strength to uh, blunt its attacks and you're able to just tank the rest. So that's its turn. Atlas, your uh, response. Uh, well, uh, seeing as I might give it back advantage, well, give it give it straight up attacks if I reckless attack it, I think I'm just gonna gonna kind of play it safe on my rage. I will say uh, this: you have advantage attacking it because it's restrained. Oh, of course I do. So yeah. I don't need to worry about it. Excellent. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna straight up attack it with my longsword with advantage. So, um kind of pleased you can see like a sort of uh, a grin on my grimace almost that I knocked it back on the last round and managed to hit it a few times I've noticed the um, that my allies are perhaps in a little bit of trouble but um, I think they can probably handle those bone creatures so you know anger just swelling within me hunkered down behind my shield I'm just gonna make some big powerful sweeps try and carve through some of these um these tentacles so a 28 and 15 slashing damage. Okay. It is a successful hit. And follow it up. With another big sweep the other way. A 21 and 14 slashing damage. Alright, so your sword doesn't quite have the bite of Anseers, but your rage is trying to make up the difference here as you just hack into this creature. It's not having a good time. Hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Chunks of its flesh start falling off. A couple of its blades just drop on the floor, but it's still very angry. Die, you creepy fucking squid thing. <laughs> okay, Flodo. Hello. First off, Flodo, make me a wisdom saving throw. As you are close enough for its fear aura to take effect. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Wisdom. Ooh. Crit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a it's a terrifying creature, but you guys seem to have this carefully under control. Nothing to be afraid of yet. Take Probably my my floor where I, I don't think anything's like gonna affect me anyway because I'm useless. So <laughs> who, who, who cares? Yeah, it's who fun. cares? <laughs> oh, oh, it's a scary thing. Whoopty fucking do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so okay, um, bonus action. Shadow Blade, attack the bastard with, with Shadow Blade. And um, so you're attacking the bone are creature. You, are you booming blading it or green flame blading it? Doesn't matter yet. So you're attacking with your Shadow Blade? Yes. And that does what, psychic damage? Um, yes. Uh, within 11, you completely miss the bone golem. Uh, I've already used my bonus action. Yeah, pretty much all I can do, really. I think. Unless you've got an idea, Matt. I would have said to attack it with the um, booming blade instead of just a regular attack, but yeah. Yeah, but it's it, okay. it missed anyway. Yeah, it missed anyway, so it doesn't really matter. No, mm -hmm. no. just would it just would have done more damage. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's, so that's your turn. That's me. Are you Shit. Gonna... Just stand and tank with this creature? Is that the one? You could, you could, you could disengage. I mean, no, you, I but use you, my you, bonus. 
Yeah. Uh, well, you're stuck in combat then. Yeah. Ansir. Well, fake Ansir is going to continue his assault against the creature. First attack with advantage. Rolled two 18s, so does 12 points of damage to the thing. Nice. Very nice. And his second attack, thanks to the advantage, avoids his natural one and hits with a 23 for 15 more points of damage. Cool. This thing is starting to uh, look a little bit broken up. You can see, like, as bits of its flesh are falling away, though this monster almost looks undead, you guys have fought enough creatures to recognize something that's more golem-like than anything else. Like, it is just bits and pieces that have been strung together in parts from bodies, but whoever has been building this stuff seems exceptionally skilled with pulling flesh into slightly more durable forms, like this monster. Fake Ansir's have he's having a blinder, isn't he? Hmm, yes. And now it is my bone golem's turn. Well, first one. Well, why change your habit? Let's stab Noah twice in the back. First attack, 25. Oh, hits. <laughs> so that's eight points of uh, slashing damage, seven points of necrotic. Uh, how are you feeling, Noah? Uh, not too bad. All right. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm worried. <laughs> okay. Second attack, 22. That's 11 points of uh, slashing, seven points of necrotic. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give it to him. I'm going to give him um, 2d6 of that damage reduced. Oh, okay. Yeah, Do I roll the 2d6? You, you, you can roll the 2d6, yeah. And just take it off. So take a 5 off, so 13. As this just amalgamation of random skeletons just starts tearing into you, Noah, you feel a little bit of some uh, ancestral uh, backup. Reduce that damage down. Okay. Okay, it's the first one's turn. Second one going after Flodo. Again, let's just claw the shit out of her. 25? Wait a minute. Um, no, even if I cast shield, that's still not going to get anywhere near that. Is that? Yeah, that, I guess that's. Um, okay. Seven points of slashing, nine necrotic, and second attack, 20. Not natural, sadly. Oh, leave me alone. I rode low on the damage at least. Six points <laughs> of slashing, four of necrotic. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Noah, you need to make me two concentra uh, concentration saves. I do. Nine. nine. Well, uh, uh, goodbye, black tentacles. Hey, we, we got we got we got sixty six of damage out of it. Yeah, and yeah. The advantage. You got a shitload of damage out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it did all right for it, its purpose. Mm. Unfortunately, as this thing starts just tearing into your side, it's too much to try concentrate on your spell, and those black tentacles just start to dissipate into nothing. But it is now your turn, Noah. What you doing? Well, uh, this, uh, this guy in front of me is pissing me off now. So, Eldritch Blast! <laughs> uh, 25 and 12. First against the Bone Golem? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, sorry, 12 points of damage. Okay. And then as my uh, shield returns to me, I will uh, give him another one of them stiff uppercuts. Uh, another seven. Okay, oh, seven points, of course. Okay. And uh, that'll end my turn. Okay. Your uh, shield does a nasty chunk of damage, just smashing more of these bones apart, but 
these things were built to last, and it's still in front of you, looking uh, like it wants to tear you to pieces. Yay. Yay. Okay, that's your turn. So, my newly freed Doom Golem mm. doesn't get his breath back, sadly. It does make me sad. Well, fuck it. Let's uh, not change a strategy and just try to bite Atlas's face off. 24? Hey, that hurts. That's 28 points of damage. Jesus. Great. And second attack with its doom sickle. 21? Okay. Uh, that's 16 points of damage with 9 points of cold damage. Now, its attacks are magical, so I don't know if your rage blocks that or not. I forget. No, not not on a... Not, it's just the, just normal attacks. I did, I'm not a um, bear. A frenzy. Berserker, uh, sorry. I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a not a bear. Uh, totem one, uh, unfortunately. Which which was 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 the other option, but it didn't really fit what I was going for. So, yeah, I took a lot of damage there, but it's okay because that's what I do. You do. So this thing kind of leans down and latches onto your neck with its bite, and then just tries to rip out your guts with that sickle. And you guys watch in a little bit of horror as Atlas takes a very devastating so, wound. So what, what is what is the um, what is the bite attack at the um, actual bite attack? Is is it is a magical attack? But is it a slashing magical or? Um, the piercing? bite is slashing. They're both slashing, okay. apart from the cold damage. Okay, so actually I do take it because it's, it's still slashing damage, even if it's magical. I don't think it makes a difference. No, so you'll take full for the cold, but not for the other two. Yes. What is the way that? Uh, if I just check, it doesn't. Oh, well. Let me see what it says about rage again, because new character and all that. Yeah, it depends if it specifies. I forget for non frenzy barbarians, non bear barbarians. There's too many fucking types of barbarian. Yeah. Uh, rage, advantage on straight throws. You have resistance to you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Ah, then you take half. It does not specify. Okay. Um, so let me just work that back out again. <laughs> so you take the nine full cold damage, but half yeah, I'm just, just gonna remember what I had previously. So I'll, let me just half those two. Right. Uh, Carry on while I just <laughs> do some do math. That. Yeah. Um, well, regardless, that still hurt. You did. Yes. It did. But not as much. Not like quite that. as much. And well, Atlas, it is your turn next, as you do math. Yep. Just one set then. Okay. Cool. Right. Slightly, slightly healthier now. Uh, ah, it's my turn. Excellent. Well, um, I mean, I don't really want to particularly want to give it advantage on those kind of attacks. So uh, I'm gonna play it a little bit more, um, a little bit more defensively. So shield up. I'm gonna take a couple of, um, couple of like low stabs, kind of around the sides of my shield, to see if I can, um, see if I can find a gap. So straight normal attack and 18 and 17 slashing damage. 18 is good enough. So it's a little bit more damage cut away from this creature. And a 16 and 15 slashing damage. Uh, 16, unfortunately, is not good enough. Ah, shame. Okay, but it's okay, because I hit it once on this turn, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to fall apart a little bit. I mean, you and uh, Fake Answer have been wailing on this thing, and those tentacles did a bit of damage, too. Like, more of its body is just collapsing and falling apart. The magic keeping these creatures alive is powerful, and some of the most powerful you've ever bore witness to, but... They can be felled, they can be beat, to quote Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Feels a little bit Darkest Dungeon, actually. Gotta, uh-huh. gotta be honest. 
Yeah. It's a great game. <laughs> I like to turn Atlas. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So look, I don't think I can do a huge amount of my bonus actions at the moment. Uh, actually, on that second attack, seeing, seeing as it's still my turn, uh, I'm going to expend one more use of Bardic Inspiration, and I'm going to roll a d6, because I forgot I could do this. But, uh, so that's a three extra damage on it, and I add three to my AC for the next turn. Uh, I'll let you do that to the first attack because your second one missed. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's what I mean. The, 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 the one attack, if that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So you that's fine. Yeah. New characters and all. So. Yeah, exactly. I completely forgot I could do that. And <laughs> that might be help, might be helpful in just keeping me um, about for another round. Okay, so Flodo, show me what you got with your shadowy blade. Right, come on. Let's actually hit this fucker with Booming Blade. Boom. Uh, I'll just cast a spell. And... Attack it. Come on. Why so slow? I'm just gonna attack it again. Oh. Sorry. There you go. Oh my god! 11! Again! <laughs> so you charge your shadowy uh, blade up with booming thunderous energy, but unfortunately it's hard to hit this creature. It's, it's hard to know where to strike it because it's just made up of so many different pieces of bone. You don't know what its weak points are, how to hurt it, and... Yeah, with an 11. You miss again. It's the second two you've rolled. It's really unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a one, it would have been fine. Yeah, exactly. I could re-roll it's, it's, that. It's Bullshit. literally the worst you can roll. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's annoying. Um, I do have a bonus action to disengage. You could come, come say hello to me and then at least you can use your, um, I don't know. It's up to you. you I don't know what the point is. Well, if you, if, you, if you come up to us, at least you can use your um, sneak attack on something. As long as you've got an ally within five feet. Follow me. Why not? It'll follow you, but at least you can you still use your sneak attack as long as you've got... Exactly. As long as I hit the fucking thing. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move around the column. D uh, use my bonus action to disengage and move around the column. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool beans. So we're back to back now. Yeah. Yep. Fans never dozy. Yeah. Since I'm doing fuck all. Literally, it's because you've put that flaw in my head that actually I'm <laughs> useless. So I'm actually fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Captain. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, okay, so fake answer's turn. He is going to swing twice with his sword and hit once, dealing 10 points of damage. This thing is teetering. It's still uh, still standing, still attacking, still looking pretty vicious, but there's not too much left in the uh, monster's gas tank. <laughs> but it is now my Bone Golem's turn, and hmm, first one is going to continue to assault poor Noah with its claws. 23? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I can't roll less than a 17 with these creatures. So my, my, my spirit guardian's going to step in the way and reduce 2d6 damage on that. Okay, why don't you roll me the 2d6? 8. So it was 13 points of slashing, 9 points of necrotic reduced by 8. Okay. This thing kind of slams into your side and tears a nasty wound across your back. But 
but you feel buffeted and protected by the ancestral spirit just a little bit. Yep. And it's the second attack. Natural one. <sighs> Thank Finally, I miss. <laughs> okay. The other one. Well, why wouldn't it just follow Flodo? And it's going to attempt to chase her down and claw her to pieces. First attack. Natural one again. Wow. Hey. The tide is turning. <laughs> Second with an 18. Oh, you twat. Um, I can cast shield. Okay. Cast shield. Because that was a lot of fucking damage. <laughs> uh, so plus five to your AC for this round. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would have been a lot of damage, but you uh, hastily cast a protective ward and its claw attack just sort of bounces off the arcane shield that flows up in front of you. It's the end oh, of the thank round. God, I've got that. <laughs> Noah. So. <sighs> Say it. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Eldritch Blast <laughs> on the bone golem in front of me. It's <laughs> a uh, so 28 with 15. Ooh. 15. That's almost destroys this thing entirely. It is barely hanging on. You can watch the dark magic that fuels this thing is just flickering and fading. Its bones are falling apart. Where are you sending that uh, rebound shot? I'm going to have to send it at the thing because it's still alive. (laughs) And that's 14 on the second one. I like to think this this Eldritch Blast shield, you kind of send it up with the uppercut, it bounces off the ceiling and then just caves through this thing's skull as it splits (laughs) it in half and it just explodes in bone shards everywhere. Yeah, that sounds cool. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice, my friend. (sighs) I'm finally free of it. (laughs) Um, So, you know what, I'm going to... Can I see the, the 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 stone golem thing from here? The doom golem, even. The doom golem, yeah, you can see it. It's large enough that you can see it a bit around the uh, central pillar that's floating in the pool of arcane fluid. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm going to stay where I am then, because I can see it, so... Okay. Yeah. Yep. Right, it is my doom golem's turn. Let's roll a d6. You are exceptionally lucky it didn't get its breath back. Especially as we've blobbed. Yeah. <laughs> I've just suddenly realized that. Shit. <laughs> very, very lucky. But Atlas, it's just going to keep trying to tear you apart. First with its bite. 29. That's a hit. 29 tends to be a hit. <laughs> yeah. That's a hit. Oh, that's a hit. So your AC is 23 at the moment, isn't it? Yep. Jesus. Yeah, that's still hitting me. It just keeps rolling higher. So um, (laughs) so that's that's 11 points of um, damage, isn't it? Oh, it is. (laughs) 21 halved. So 11. And yeah, you guys watch as Atlas starts to kind of raise the shields up, hunker down. But this thing is a beast of a monster and it just tears through his uh, protections and you watch more total blood splatters against the ground and it's going to follow up with its doomsickle 26 King Hell yeah that's a hit as well so that's so 16 points of slashing plus 11 yeah. yeah you're doing alright mate uh um 
I'm doing okay, but this thing's fucking <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's really, really pissed me off. <laughs> it's a good thing you're already raging. I <laughs> kind of laughing as I'm raging. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, you see this horrifying horrific-looking, uh, oversized sickle just cuts straight down through Atlas, and the wound itself he seems to buff it against, but you watch as, like, a bit of, um, frost is just left on either side of the wound, and it just goes cold all the way through your body, Mr. Tortle. Mm. But it is your turn. You'll pay for that! And I'm going to... Well, funnily enough attack it with my longsword um seems to hit me anyway so I'm just gonna uh, and I'm angry so I'm gonna open up with a flurry of um reckless attacks oh fuck that's awful an 11 11 wow um, no then <laughs> and second attack a 27 and 17 damage 27 your first one, whether it was just the shock of your wounds or just not used to being quite so reckless in combat, unfortunately goes wide. But the second one, as it's kind of bearing down on you to bite at you again, you just stab it through the chest. And it takes a nasty amount of damage as this like black and blue icor starts to drip down your sword and onto your arm. It's still going, but there's not much left in this thing if you can keep up the fight. Not much left in me, but... <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. Flodo. Come on, I need to hit this thing. Yeah. This is just embarrassing. I had a really good fight last week, and now this is just shit. <laughs> just just pure unluck. You, ro you rolled two twos in a row. Okay, so again, fucking blooming... Booming? Blooming Blue, Blooming blade. <laughs> <laughs> just flowers, you know. <laughs> um, come on. 15, does that hit? It doesn't. You are shitting me! <laughs> wow. We need to get advantage on this thing. <laughs> actually, actually shitting me. Oh my god. Oh, that's um, brilliant. Flodo, I, this is... This might be the worst combat you've ever had. <laughs> yeah, ever. Not just as his character, no, just ever. Um, I mean... It's, on a d20, you roll two twos and a six. It's not. Some days, some days the uh, dice are, the dice guards are not with you. <laughs> it's, it's it's awful. I've, I've, I think I've had a combat like this. I'm pretty sure I've had a combat like this with Tommy, where I missed mm. with every pistol shot. But it's <laughs> bloody awful, isn't it? Yeah, when you're in it. I mean, okay. So sorry, sorry. sorry it's, I, I, I mean, I'm going to disengage. I, again because like we are in a blob blobby 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 um actually i'm gonna go around this um what should we call it crystal one of the crystal pillars okay yeah so you uh fail with your attack and disengage out to get a bit of distance from this creature yeah because fuck this and yes actually i'm gonna move up a little bit more because um <laughs> i mean no one can see my shame <laughs> it, it it makes sense that you're not you're not used to attacking things square on. No. It's not not how you do combat. You don't you don't you know, square up to stuff. You 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 wait till it's looking somewhere else and then stab it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, this yeah. is this is this isn't what this isn't your forte. 
Mm, you're not used to these things sneaking up on you. <laughs> I really wish I had luck or my superiority dice or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. You only, you only have your if you roll a one thing, which is a real shame because that's the one thing you haven't rolled. <laughs> yep. Heads are going to roll in a minute. Uh, well, it is Ansir's turn, and unfortunately his two attacks, a 13 and 11, are not good enough on the... Uh, oh, golem. Have one more turn. Yeah. Bastard. Which means it is the Bone Golem's turn. And... Hmm. This thing's pretty stupid and pretty mindless, so I think he'll just keep going after Flodo. <laughs> I I don't see why it would break off its attack. It's... It's a very simple creature that saw you and is going to try to kill you, so it's going to keep attacking you till you stop moving, namely by death. So, um, let's attack Flodo. Eight, so complete miss. Indeed. And an eleven. Ah, well. Oh, I, I, got... I caught your bad rolling. <laughs> oh, thank God, I'm just... Fuck you. <laughs> Noah's turn. Well, if I've said it before, I'll say it again. I cast Eldritch Blast <laughs> at the Doom Golem. So 27 with 7. So 27. I mean, that hits. I hear a butt. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm no, it hits. So you send your uh, Eldritch Blast towards this creature. It hits it square in the chest. And then you watch at the impact point. Normally you expect your uh, shield to return so you can throw it again, but instead a shadowy bolt leaps out of the creature because it's going to use its reaction, Doom Upon You, to hit you for, I believe you rolled 27 against your own AC, and 7 points of force damage. God damn it! (laughs) Right, okay. So there you go. Uh, Having that happen to me, I am going to look in amazement. And to change it up a bit. Uh, I mean, it can't do that again, surely. Well, I don't know. Maybe it can. It's only got. I think it should only have one reaction. Yeah, per should, turn. Should. Per round. Should. Should. <laughs> right. Fine. Try it again. God damn you! <laughs> and I'll miss. Oh, fourteen. Oh. Taken so aback from being hit by your own shield, your ricochet shot just goes wide. Well, that's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for Atlas, I and with a six to recover my wind of Boreas. I okay. Unfortunately, I can only get the pair of you fuckers, and you're both good at uh, con saves, but. I moved! Woohoo! Yeah, this creature doesn't know that, and it would use its strongest attack, because you got hit by it last time, so it assumes it'll hurt you again. I'd like both of you to make me a constitution saving throw as this frigid, arctic wind of the void itself just washes over both Atlas and Anseer. Let's see how much damage it does. A 28 and natural 20 on my con saving throw. Come on! 17 from Anseer, so both of you succeed, so you will take half damage. Oh, they're all low. So, 15 points of cold damage to you each. 30 total. Oh. That would nearly have killed me. (laughs) (laughs) You have a superior healing potion. I do. I'm just saying. Um. 
And Atlas, it is your turn as this howling arctic wind is washing over you. You are feeling your fingers go numb. That wound is getting worse with frostbite and cold just digging into you. What do you do? I'm going to, for free action to talk, I'm going to say to my and my anger, as I, as I glance quickly behind me and see Flodo being chased by this bone creature, I'm going to say, Ansir, Nor, you think you've got him? I think he's almost dead. Do you think you can take him? I think I could probably finish this off. I think I may be able to lend a hand. All right, then. So I'm going to disengage with my action. And then it's going to use its reaction to attack you. Uh, maybe I shouldn't, then. Well, <laughs> off the chest piece. I'm going to stab you in the back with my doomsicle. So where were you going to go? You're gonna go over to Floater? I was gonna go and go and give Floater advantage on the bone thing. So you're in there. Yeah. So as you turn your back on this creature, it's gonna use its reaction to swing at you. Thirty. Uh-oh. Ouch. That's thirteen points of slashing, ten points of cold. But I think thanks to your rage, you may just survive. I may do, so that's ten points of damage plus one. Sorry? Seven. Seven. Yep, so I have one hit point left. Oh, Jesus! Yep. You turn your back and you have that sinking feeling of, isn't this how most people fall when they turn their back thinking things are all handled? And you just feel the scythe, that horrifying cold metal of the sickle, scratches across your shell, and you feel that cold grip of death just sink into your heart. But you stumble away quickly, just trying to get to your friends. Annoying that it can um, it can do it when you take a, take an action to disengage, isn't it? That's a bitch move. Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. You took an action to disengage. I did yeah. say that. I did say oh, that. I, say, I, I, th- I thought you could, I thought you had an ability. No. Ah, well, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, you're at 18 <laughs> health like, again. I was like, he has a reaction, but 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 he. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm just taking your word for it that this thing's a fucking bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, care, doesn't care if I take an action. No, no, I, 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 di- I specifically didn't attack it, and I'm not going to attack the other thing. I'm basically just, I'm basically taking, th- throwing my shield up, and as I do, kind of ducking out and turning around and running back, and I'm offering myself up as a target to the bone, um, bone oh, creature, oh. so that. That, um, yeah, Bone Golem, so that um, Flodo could hopefully kill it. I see. That's a shame. I was looking forward to you dying. Oh, but it was it was pretty cool. I still stayed on one hit point. Oh. I, was, I was hanging in there. Uh. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> well, Flodo, can you finally hit with advantage? Oh, don't. I have advantage, okay. Oh, come on. You booming blade in it? I'm booming fucking blading the shit. The shit out of this shit. Attack with advantage. Ooh. 20 hey. fucking 7 plus my 5 fucking d6. You cunt. And 1 thunder damage. And 1, th- one d8 thunder damage. No, 1 because you already rolled it when you cast the spell. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, if I roll a 1? Yeah, that's the damage. Use it damage. Oh, yes, you can't re-roll damage. damage. No. Damn it, cunt! 
Hey, I'm angry, okay? One thunder damage, 14 psychic damage, and 12 whatever damage that is. Sneak attack damage. Yeah, so your shadow blade with its psychic damage seems to do absolutely nothing to the bone wall. Oh my god, I'm going to kill you, Cookson. <laughs> <laughs> and your sneak damage, I have to assume, is just regular slashing. It, take, it takes the weapon, so either it does nothing or it does half. So I'll be nice and give you the six. And you do one point of thunder. Yeah, what is sneak attack damage? That's a good point. I think it's the weapon damage, but your weapon is currently a psychic blade, but I'm going to be nice and give you it as, like, unattached, non-elemental damage. Else it does nothing. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Thanks for being nice. Yeah. You know, you missed the whole round and then did no damage with your attack, so, you know. Don't use Booming Blade next time. <laughs> Booming Blade did okay. It's the Shadow Blade. It's the Shadow Blade, like... rather. Yeah, just drop the Shadow Blade. Poor Flodo. It's my whole thing! It is my identity! <laughs> oh, okay then. Well, Ansir is going to attempt to live up to his promise and end this creature. Straight up rolls. 25. Yeah. With 15 points of damage as this thing is falling apart, Ansir jumps forward and impales it through the chest with that black longsword. And you feel something snap inside the creature. Its skeleton starts to break. The magic holding it together and animating it starts to fade. And you watch as the Doom Golem begins to crumble into nothing but odd parts and blood and gore. And it is defeated. And quickly as he can, run over to back up his new buddy Atlas and take a swing at the Bone Golem for 24 and do 13 points of damage, so sort. Take in all of my good rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even shitting you. I mean, yeah, you, you rolled 5d6 and rolled three ones for your sneak mm. attack as well. It just, it just, it's just been a bad rolling day, hasn't it? I just, I don't know, log out and log back in. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Maybe it's what's happened with, like, when, when Tommy rolled something, he physically couldn't roll. Blame, blame roll 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's continue to claw the shit out of Flodo and keep your bad day getting worse. 22. Oh, My yeah. bone gong attempts to tear up your flesh. I have uncanny dodge. Can't remember what that does. It's for saving throws. Yeah. Or... I think it's just for saving throws. No, you can when an attacker that you see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to half the attacker's damage against you. Ah. Well, do you wish to use it? Might as well. Might as well. Is there anything attacking <laughs> now any, anymore? So he has two attacks, though. Yeah, but I can half the. I can give you two d six off the next one. Okay, so let's just say that was uh, eight. Okay, second attack, you bastard. So that's your reaction burn for that. So second attack, yeah. 15. Miss. You're lucky. I am Noah. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, can you save the day? Can you end this creature? Uh, I'm going to give it a go. Oh, man, it's in like a well awkward position, though. Isn't it? Mm. Uh, where the hell do I have to go to see it? Uh, Probably like here, yeah? Yeah, like there. Uh, okay, so I'm going to move to, like, here, and, well, it's time for Eldritch Blast. 
So I thought I'd actually like, wing it out its chest. So 28 with 8 force damage. Okay. As it comes back to me, I'll twirl in the air and fling it at it again. Okay, you watch as this thing's body starts to crack apart. That's a 20 with 11. 11 on the ricochet as the shield smashes through this thing in one direction. Atlas has to dodge out the way as it goes over his head. It spins back and cracks into the back of this thing's skull. And the bone golem collapses. Oh, finally, I'm so sorry I couldn't hit it. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, us just um, quick check around. Nothing else is coming out to attack us. I'm ready looting the corpse. Find bones, I'm guessing. Yeah. You yeah. can find lots of little bones and shards and stuff like that. Oh. You can keep some. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, I do have... Cl- I, I'm a kleptomaniac, so yeah, I'm going to keep bone shards. Might be useful, I suppose. <laughs> Just <laughs> flinging it at people. <laughs> Shard of bones! <laughs> <laughs> ah, well done, everyone. You're not dead. <laughs> uh, I feel like it. I'm gonna take yeah. a I'm, just bef- I'm gonna take a quick look around the room and just um just do a perception check around what I can see just to make sure there's nothing we haven't spotted yet because I'm feeling kind of paranoid and I don't want to lose my rage before um an eighteen. Do I see anything else? Um, as you walk around the room, you don't really see much. Again, it's mostly pitch black in here, but nothing jumps out of the shadows at you. Um. Fake Anseer walks over to the center of the um, ritual, all these crystal pillars, and he walks to the one that's floating over the liquid, and he turns to you all and goes, Do any of you happen to know how to dispel magic? Uh, hmm. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I'll be handy. Yeah. I'll uh, do think- Um... I think what Noah's going to do is he's going to uh, he's going to use disguise self again, but this time turning himself into a very nice, well kempt man wearing a suit. Looks a bit like John Barrowman. We all know who he is. <laughs> I, I take it from Flo's laughter. That's a yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stroll over to the middle where Ansi uh, just told us to go. Well, boys, I think someone needs to know a magic trick. <laughs> yes. Does he know it? Does he know it? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I guess I'll. Do I take like an investigation or something to know if I do? Do you have the spell? Do you have the spell? The spell magic in your spell. I have counter spell, not dispel magic. Yeah. Uh, and so it kind of looks at you, see you do absolutely nothing, and then looks to the rest of you, and you're sort of shrugging. And goes. I mean, oh, no, I, I do have spell magic. Hey. Oh, the crap! I do. Hey. Ah. New oh, characters. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have to spell magic. Booyah! See? <laughs> <laughs> it is your second spell that you can cast today, though. It is. But I get them back in a short rest. Mm. Hey. Oh, that's nice. So you uh, place your hand up to the central crystal and cast dispel magic, and you watch as the light within the crystal starts to flicker, and it sinks down into the water, and that arcing arcane energy seems to slowly stop and that thrum of power that you just feel echoing around the room, like feel it in your bones, just shaking everything, ceases. Ah, well, at least now we know she won't be escaping. I do hope the tower stays floating, but 
Can't kill an illuminated without breaking a few eggs, I guess. <laughs> or legs, if it comes down. Quite. Well, you're all still alive. Suggest we move on quickly. I know somewhere that we can rest up, but we'd be best getting out of this next place quickly. Um, okay. Um, uh, I'm slightly less for wear, so I'm going um, to cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably the best option right now. Yep. So I'll just do a, do a quick Cure Wounds on myself. Uh, for eight hit points. Like some something. Um, I crawl over to you and offer you my greater healing potion. Ah, uh, hey, thanks, we lass. Um, no, it's okay. You, you you keep it. I've I've got my own. If sure? I need it. Yeah, I. But we're not in combat now, so I'll I'll save it. If we if we get attacked, I'll I'll, I'll gladly take it. Okay, it's in my pocket. Basically, I'll I'll use, I'll use a bonus action to 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 chug a potion if i if if we get attacked before i can sleep because I, <laughs> I, I, I lost 115 hit points in that fight bloody hell and that's that's with it with an ac of minimum 20 and 23 <laughs> um for a round fucking hell oh thank but god hey, you hey, were there i did what my character is supposed to do and i stopped anyone else taking any damage from it true except okay, for that true. that breath attack that Ansia took for me. Mm. So, as that kind of thrum of power disappears from the room and you no longer gain this constant ringing in your ears, all of you start to hear whispering, just echoing all around the room, kind of worming in and out of your ears and thoughts, just over and over again, like a background noise that you never realized was there before. Well, that sounds ominous. Yes. I'd say turning myself back into the really cool looking version of Ansia. <laughs> and like does anybody know where the sound is coming from? Is it the sound of the underground? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's why I suggest not resting in this area. We are going to have to quickly pass through the Hall of Whispers. After that it's not too much further to where I feel we will find the tower's master. I suggest we move quickly. Okay, there, there's definitely somewhere to rest up. Before we fight the lady of the house. Yes, you all look a little bit worse for wear. <laughs> and we've come so far, I'd hope to be successful. So, if you're following along after him quickly, he'll lead you out of the other other door of the room? Yeah, I'll, I'll pick up the torch as I go. Uh, can I just climb onto your shell? Yep. Quick is not a. a no, I, it's, it's fine. We, we, we can move quite quickly on me. <laughs> so, as you kind of continue forward, you walk out into this monstrously large hallway. The ceiling seems to go on forever. And it's almost like a. The first time you've walked through this tower, and it seemed like almost a straight line. But you can see at least our Loxodon friend with his dark vision can. A long all the walls there are open archways and then there's like a bit of wall and then another archway and a bit of wall uh, just leading off into the distance and from every single turn you can hear these whispers growing louder as Ansir starts to quite cautiously you notice walk through this area 
the whispers are assaulting you from all sides. And I'd say as you get about 30 or so feet through this corridor, you start being able to make out that on those gaps of wall in between the archways are carvings. Some of them quite 3D, almost like statues coming out of the wall. Some of them are just marked with symbols. They seem to cover all manner of creatures that look almost impossible. They're, if you hadn't just seen that strange half-tentacle, half-giant creature, you'd wonder what the hell these people were trying to depict. But that thing seems tame compared to some of the pictures you see eyes and teeth and mouths and forms that make no physical sense. You see floating spheres carved onto the, onto the top parts of some of these murals that just seem to be watching ominously from above. You see massive dimensions of what must be flesh with writhing tentacles on all sides. This whole corridor is just a terrifying depiction of someone's madness wrought into stone and some form of art. I am not going to spend too long looking at these faces if I can. I say, can I do like a perception check to see if I recognise any of these statues at all? Sure. Give me a, give me a perception. See what you see. Oh, I rolled a nat one. <laughs> <laughs> nat one. As you kind of stumble through, you're actually getting quite turned around by all the whispering and you sort of just bumble from one to another. And the first one you see is this tall, quite slender creature that seems to just be... The carving they've done of him is almost like a silhouette. And as you look into its eyes of what is kind of a humanoid face, but very featureless apart from these two blazing eyes that have been just engraved into the wall, you get a shudder down your spine and you back away. So much so that you walk into the opposite wall and you bump into quite an elaborate carving of looks like a large elephant but a monstrous one unlike you as a loxodon who actually just kind of looks like a fairly typical elephant but shaped like a man this thing has horrifying tusks it has ears that almost look claw-like at the ends it is bulbous and aberrant, but it seems to be sitting, like, slightly perched on a little plinth carved out of the wall. Can I pick it up? Ah, uh, but it's, like, solidly carved into the wall. But you can hear, as you're looking at it, just endless whispers. Do you go closer to it? Can I try and stop him? I say, I, I probably would go closer to it. Cause... You're not Rogar! <laughs> no, but... When... I got, I saw something like this when I got the abilities I've got. So okay. I suppose I would check if it looks something similar to what's on my my tome that I carry. As you can I can I try and stop him or just or would he get the close? Uh, he's right next to it. I mean, you can hold on to him, but he is your friend, so you may just talk to him. He's just staring at it at the moment, but he put, takes you watch as he takes out his book, and on your book there is a. Um, a loosely drawn sort of elephantine visage with a bloody trunk that does look reminiscent of this thing. Noah? Noah? Yeah, just, what, just, just, what, just, just... What, whatever you're seeing, my friends, I don't think anything in this room is friendly. 
it might be trying to show us stuff that might be messing with your mind. The whispers. I wouldn't trust anything. As as probably as he's speaking, I'd still kind of be heading towards it. I'm gonna be not that I'm blatantly ignoring what he's saying, but you know this seems important to the Loxodon people, and we, at least in Noah's mind, you know, we, it's all about like our history and finding out about ourselves, and we don't because we don't have that knowledge, so. Yeah, I walk close to it. Can I can I try and try and move to grab his arm to to try and pull him back? Yeah, I mean you can walk up and put your like arm on him and just sort of hold him for a second without like trying to force him away. Yeah. No, it's I think it's it's messing with our minds. It may not even be what you're what you think you're seeing. I don't trust anything inside this building. If you need to find more about your people, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll go. We'll go after. But we oh, listen to me, man. We 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 can't. We can't start listening to this building. It's trying to mess with us. No. I can already hear the whispers. <laughs> uh, you can hear what Atlas is saying, but you are starting to hear a voice take shape from around this statue. So what is it? What's the voice saying? If you start to listen to the whispers as they take more of a form, you hear, What do you seek, my child? Trying to mess with us, man. Come on. Knowledge. Knowledge of the people. Get out. Now. Should we start dragging him? Um, if he's... If he's... The history of the race. Our origin in the universe. You seek knowledge. Yes. Yes. Can I try and drag him now? Yeah, I mean, you can grab one. Yeah, alright. Um, an opposed strength check? Yeah. To try and get him out. I'm going to call to Ansir. I'm going to say, Ansir, he's listening to the voices. We need to get him out of here quick. And, yeah, I'll do an unskilled strength check. Uh, natural one. Cool. All right, natural I tried. one. <laughs> oh, it's a six and a six. <laughs> Should we roll that again? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say both of you re-roll. Come on! A uh, 14. 12. Uh, 12, oh. Okay. So you start pulling him away, but he's still staring at the statue, and he's clearly listening to something. Can I try and cover his eyes as I'm pulling him away? Sure. Or cover his ears, maybe? Cover his ears while you focus I was on say, pulling I'm a, him. I, 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 I do have rather giant ears being an elephant and all. Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just trying try to pull you as quickly as we can. I'm away just going to climb on top of his head and try and just muffle any sound that's going through to him. Or just start slapping him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an annoying thing. Like a mosquito. Yeah. What do you offer? What do you want? Uh, how, 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 how far can we, can we get? I should, I should be, what do you want? <laughs> if you're dragging someone, you move at half speed. Okay. So we, we must be starting to move up, move away from this thing now. Oh yeah, yeah. You're, you're dragging him away, but he's still listening. You, I don't know. You're a bard. Stop making can other I, noises. Uh, yeah. Can I? Can I? Um, spells. Everything. Uh, Everything. Uh, Non-lethal damage. I'm wondering if I should dissonant whispers him, make him take the psychic damage. 
Or should I knock him out? I don't have hold. Everything, everything, yeah. Okay. Um, power, I got power. So that you accepting? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna minor illusion. A um, that doesn't, that doesn't make. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put prestidigitation. Um, it's in his mind though, isn't it? I bet psychic. Stop going evil, Bunkle, for fuck's sake. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. Uh, no one doesn't know he's going evil. Um, if I am. Do you know what? One thing here, Flodo, do me an arcane check. Really? Yeah. Bloody hell. Do me an arcana check. Nineteen. Nineteen. From what he said, what um, uh, Noah said to you, that this thing is related to his powers, with a nineteen, with your background of um, wizardry and spellcasting, and you have worked with Noah for a long time, he's a warlock. He gets his powers from something else. And if he is attempting to perhaps bargain with his patron and you stop him, it may cost him his powers, his life, whatever he originally agreed to. You could be killing him. Hey, just leave it. Just leave it. Just let it play out. I mean... Well, oh seriously, it's the, it's the tower. It's got to be. Well, it might not be. And do you want to be the person that destroys him? Destroys how, who he is? How am I going to do that? He's he's listening. If you to the fucking tire. I mean, if he's connecting to something and you steal his mind away from it again, he he might not be the person that he that walked into this. Okay, let's just just let him do what he wants to do. If he talks to the tire, he's probably not going to be the same person. Look, I trust you, Flodo. I don't want to lose my friend. Your friend has to make choices of his own. Doesn't he seem like him? It seems like the tower is trying to get to him. Am I conscious enough to be able to, like, relay a message? Like, give them, you know, say something to them or not? Yeah. I mean, you stood there. You're just hearing this thing and trying to speak to it at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm just going to... I'll just turn to him and look. Guys, don't worry. It's all part of the show. Don't trust it. Right. Just keep holding him. Don't let him move anywhere, but just let him converse with whatever he wants to converse with. Seems like a bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I'm agreeing to what it's asking for, if it can, because I'm of the belief that it's going to give me the knowledge I want. Then receive what you ask for. And Noah, you watch as the trunk on the statue starts to move. And it almost moves, despite it still looking stone, it moves in a very organic way and begins to expand towards you, stretching. And it latches onto your chest. And you feel like a digging of some sort of... Almost like this trunk has teeth at the end of it, biting into you. Well, what is what is it, Dean? The trunk lets you go. Noah, you kind of shake your head and look around a little bit and you look to your friends and go see you guys no problem whatsoever let's get on to the show and he begins to walk down the hallway and that's where we're going to end this episode bugger fuck mm -hmm. <laughs> cool <laughs> doesn't matter what character he is as soon as the 
something offers him knowledge or power. He becomes a cunt. So <laughs> <laughs> <A little> harsh. <laughs> That's the same, yeah. Cunt doesn't uh, have the same imitations uh, that anybody else thinks. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, well. Well, well, that was... Um, Hey, we did pretty well. We did did well in the fight, though. You did. You won. Yay! Ooh. Just about. Just I didn't do any of that. Uh-huh. I oh, got, I, I got, I got smashed. <laughs> but, <laughs> you did. I mean, that's 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 the point of the character. As long as I can actually get a um, get get some some heals now, a, a rest would be quite nice. Um, yeah, that was that was a lot of hit points. Ah, well. I will say this, we're, we're running very long here, so uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you enjoyed where the hell this episode 100 is going. If you want to uh, get in touch with us, we now have a Patreon at www.patreon.com slash gtmp. We are all on Twitter. I am there as at Teresa No, and my players are there with their player names and gtmp at the end of it. And I'll turn you over to them just to say some goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Re- Wrestling and the Lost Art of Podcasting. They're available on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAOW Podcast. Maybe one day I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. Social distancing is advised. And if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you can't, but I will briefly pass you over to Tommy for um, the next installments on his. Um weapons series yeah so um d is for daggers i like daggers they're a uh, rather un- underrated weapon compared to like swords and you know war hammers and all the big shiny fancy stuff but you see you secrete a few daggers all over your body and you've always got one to hand nah you see like what what, what they always say is that guns are for show but daggers are for a pro. Now, with a dagger, you can sneak up behind someone and you can get them to do quite a lot of what you want just by pressing that little bladed article quite close to their throat. A gun, you see, makes a big bang, alerts everyone. Guns are fantastic, don't get me wrong. But a dagger, you know, in the right hands, you can lob it, you can stab with it, and you can threaten with it. You know, multitask, as it were. I like daggers. I've got a lot. And um, as you know, as you always expect from me, I have a D&D joke to follow up with. So why was the werebat scared to fly outside? I don't know why. Because every cloud has a silver lining. That's oh, it's a werebat. Horrible. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Bonker's laughing. Bonker's yeah. laughing. Yeah. Bonker laughs at anything. I know. <laughs> you wanted bad jokes. You wanted good jokes. I actually looked up good jokes, but there are <laughs> <laughs> they're all varying shades of terrible. <laughs> oh dear! Today's episode has been brought to you by the letter Z, which is the last letter of the alphabet. If you didn't know, um, which today is brought to you by the letter uh, the character uh, monster zombie. But you know what a zombie is. I'm not going to tell you. Just go watch 28 Days Later, I Am Legend, or Zombieland. Hmm. Or Shaun the Dead. Or Shaun the Dead. Dead. Mm. 
What do you think of that? Yep. Zombies. Always fun. Yeah, zombies are zombies, aren't they? Yeah, can't go wrong. No. Just whether or not you get a fast zombie or a slow zombie. Stroke fast zombies. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you for joining us once again, everyone, and see you all next week for what I think will be the finale of episode 100. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Unnecessary Evil is the source for all things evil. Whether it's tips to write a better villain or tips on how to be a better villain. Part of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce. Easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects that you heard within this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so make sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.